This is the happy hour. You guys want the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary with you. Rico, what's up, man? How was the weekend? Hello. It was fantastic. Did you do anything exciting? I covered my first softball game. I saw that. Um, did you figure out how to live tweet it? Yeah, I think I did. Okay. I, I felt like weird because I was tweeting like every single play that was happening. Mm. And I was like, I don't think I should be doing yeah, this. Don't worry about that as much. So I, I you know, asked people, what should I do? Anybody that's tweeted about bat and ball sports, let me know. And uh, somebody came in and... and, and was like you know just go like every half inning big plays and the end of a, end of a uh, end of an inning and I was like all right cool so that's kind of what I went to and I was Perfect. like yeah this make this this is a lot easier so I would just type out like something that would happen and I would just leave it there and then I would just continue to watch and it was really it was really great Nebraska softball ended up sweeping Purdue on the weekend three to nothing and and um, I went to Sunday's game Maya Felder got a hold of a ball that has. That was hit farther than I've ever seen a softball hit. Mm. She cleared. You must have never been to my slow pitch she, softball games. Yeah. <laughs> she cleared. I haven't hit them, but other people have. She cleared both fences in left field. She hit it out Dang. into the parking lot. How? And I was just like, "Oh my sweet baby Jesus!" How does the uh, how does the turf look? Because it's new oh, turf. It's so pretty. It's so, nice. It's so gorgeous. At one point, they like had to put more dirt like in the uh, right-handed pitcher or batter's box, okay. which was weird. Um, but yeah, the first batter that went up, like scraped all of the dirt out of it anyways, gotcha. but that turf is so gorgeous that the end right in, right in center yeah. field just glows. So it was funny. I, when I left the embassy suites on Friday, cause I had a little event there on Friday night that I was, I had to MC for, I, I went to, oh, we parked in the parking garage across the street, walked into the uh, elevator at the parking garage and in walked a Purdue softball player. Mm-hmm. And somebody else that was in the elevator, I did not ask. Somebody else in the elevator was like, "Ah, did you play the Huskers?" And they were like, "Yeah, no, we played. And we yeah, played Wesley." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, you know, rhetorical question, but whatever. Um, she's like, "Yeah," and the person was like, "Well, how'd you do?" And she's like, "We lost." And we're probably going to lose the other next two as well. We're not very good. Oh, I was like, dang, oh, that's just oh, what, that's sad. What, what a mentality oh. to have. What a mentality to have. <laughs> I thought they were pretty good. Uh, they so, put up a good fight. Nebraska won four to two on Sunday. It was uh, it was back and forth. Nebraska scored in each of the first three innings. Um, Sarah Harness started, mm-hmm. and Southern I Illinois transfer. She didn't do that bad, but they pulled her in the third. Okay, in the third, I believe she went three and two thirds. I think. If I remember correctly, so they pulled her in the fourth, um, but then Courtney Wallace took over and just kind of finished it out. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a little it was a little weird, but I'm not going to question Ronda Ravel's methods at all. Yeah. Um, but it worked out. They ended up winning four to two, obviously. And um, I think it's Brooke Andrews is in center field had a gorgeous catch at the wall where she thought it was going a lot farther than it was going to go, 
and she like put her hand on the wall and thought about jumping and then realized, oh snap, this is further in front of me and like lunged forward uh, to catch it. So after after this weekend and their sweet or getting swept, Purdue is now fifteen and sixteen on the year. That's not bad. That's not bad. They're zero and three in the conference now, yeah. but um, but Nebraska's good. Get this: away from home, they are two and ten. Oh, neutral site, they're twelve and five. They should play more neutral sites. Play more games. neutral yeah, play sites. More neutral site uh, on on the text line four zero two four six four five six eight five the Honda Lincoln Hotline the Sarder Heyman text line Drumstick says this and this is where I kind of want to start. Uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, some fouls called some controversy there with the everybody's talking about the Creighton one. There's another. I, there is another one that I saw in the Miami Texas game in the later stages. And so we'll, I want to dive into that here in a moment. Drumstick says this March Madness this season in 2023 has been so darn good. Best one since 2014. Enrico, we're going to take a trip down memory lane. I don't remember the 20. Do, the I, I 20, feel like I do, but 20, I don't. 2014 March Madness. Okay, hit me with this. Hit, hit me with this. The four number one seats. Okay. The Florida Gators. Okay. Virginia. Arizona. And a team to the south, just four hours away, Wichita State. Oh my! That were a one seed. They were a one seed. Wichita State. I don't remember. Was a number one seed. Was um, that the? Was that this, the Ron Baker, uh, Clee Anthony early? Yes. That that yes. Which, that was a good. That was a good. That was a good Wichita State Was Fred Van Fleet on that team? Uh, I think he might have been younger. Okay, so a little bit I re- more recent. Um. Anyway, this was the this was the final four or yeah yeah this was the national title or bracket. This was UConn winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, UConn, yes. UConn Cardiac Kemba with the step back in the garden. People forget that wasn't in the NCAA tournament, and it wasn't was in, in the final the, uh, game. That was in the I think quarter the quarterfinals final. of yeah. the Big East tournament. So I, I need to see what. What seed? I thought UConn. Okay, UConn was a seven. I, I misspoke earlier in the crossover. Um, I said a nine. They were a seven in 2014 when they won it. They beat. Do you remember who they beat in the national title game? Mm-mm. Kentucky. Mm. This was the this was the Kentucky team. If oh, no, if Fred I can, was Fred and Ron Baker were sophomores on that team. Clay Anthony Early was a senior. Okay. Tequil Cotton, Darius Carter, Chadrick LaFile, Nick Wiggins, Kadeem Colby. You know, just some guys that you probably didn't hear of. But. <laughs> yeah, I, was say, I don't, I don't recognize any of those. I, guys. Rem- I, I, I vaguely remember Darius Carter. Um, okay, so on this Kentucky men's basketball team, they finished, yeah, twenty nine and eleven, or yeah, twenty nine and eleven, because this was the bracket where Kentucky was not as high of a seat as we're used to. Kentucky was an eight, so it was a national mm. championship. Of seven seed UConn and eight seed Kentucky, because in the final four, this was in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, oh. in in North in in Dallas. Yeah, the final four this was before Jerry World. No, it was in Jerry World. Oh, was it, it was like the right, first couple it was years right of, after. Yeah, okay. and the only reason I know this is because I have merch from ah. the final four because <laughs> this is the year that Nebraska made it. 
Yes. Because so I was like, I want to get, so I want to get was, merch. So I, I they still played have, Baylor. Yeah, I still have the t t shirt. Obviously, doesn't fit me yeah. anymore because I weigh a little bit more than I did when I was twelve. But I, it's a big twelve year old. Twelve year olds were an extra large back then. <laughs> Yowzers. Anyway, because on the shirt it has every single team logo mm. that's in the, and I was I love, like, I love shirts like that. I was like, I need Nebraska. Yeah, on this shirt. I love because like here we are, almost so ten was, years later, and we haven't gotten another that. That was the year that if if Nebraska would have won their first tournament game, if they would have beaten Baylor, they would have played Creighton in the second round. Yes. Yep. Because, because that was the year that Baylor it, destroyed Creighton. Yeah. So it was it, Baylor was the six seed, Nebraska was the eleven, and on the uh, on the the game below it, Creighton was a three seed, and Louisiana Lafayette was their first round matchup. Mm-hmm. Creighton won by ten, and Baylor won by fourteen. I think that says 7460. It's either 7450 or 7460. Either one. Then Baylor beats Creighton by 30. Just, a- just 80 85 to 55. Just destroyed them. But you'll remember this Wisconsin team, this was the the Nigel Hayes coming out party. Mm. This was the these this was the year that Nigel Hayes Was this Frank the Tank? Frank was on this team. Was that the year Frank won player of the year? I'm going to look it up. You keep talking about it. Yeah, so anyway, that, that, okay, so nice, nice job, drumstick. You're you're absolutely right. That was a really good, really good March Madness. And here, um, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Florida was undefeated that year, or thirty six and three was their final record. Florida was thirty six and three, the overall number one seed in the tournament, and they lost in the final four to seven seed UConn by ten points. He won the the Player of the Year. It says twenty fifteen. But so it was it a, 20, a year after. It was the 14-15 college basketball season because then he got drafted yep. and played 2015 in Charlotte. Okay, so so this 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 national or this March Madness that we're talking about is 2013 2014. Yep. yep. So it was a year. Um, after. I, I remember thinking, watching that Final Four game between Kentucky and Wisconsin, I because this was the Kentucky team that had Nerlens Noel. Yeah, Nerlens Noel. And this Noel. was actually good Nerlens Noel. Yeah, this, this, a, this is an NBA Nerlens Noel, who was actually pretty good, but not, you know. Yes. Kentucky Nerlens Noel was different. Blocking all Arch, the shots. Archie Goodwin was there. Um, let's see. Any, okay, roster. This is what I'm looking for. There you go. Roster. Let me know who's it on was the 2014. Drew Holiday. Ooh. Is that it? Drew Holiday. Alex Poitras. Willie Cauley-Stein. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein in his 27th year of college. Yes. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, they had two big. They ran like a two like skinny big system where they're but, catching lobs and and swatting shots. But listen to listen to uh, four guys that he or that that Cal Perry ended up recruiting that year: Aaron and Andrew Harrison, mm-hmm. Dakari Johnson, and Julius Randall. Mm. Julius, one, guy. two, three, four, five, six, seven out of their eight recruits were five stars. That sounds that sounds, sounds like about Coach right. Cal. Sounds like yeah. Um, okay, four zero two four six four five six eight five. We get this text on the text line. Um, we'll go ahead and, and bring it up. Isaac Trout, former Grand Island Islander, uh, was a Virginia Cavalier. Was a top sixty player in uh, according to a lot of the recruiting sites last year. Coming out of high school, got banged up, ended up redshirting at Virginia. Um, unfortunately, he well, so he enters the transfer portal just about forty five minutes ago or so. Mm-hmm. Somebody asks, is Isaac Trout coming to Lincoln? If I were to 
make a prediction? No. If I were to put fake money on I, this, I think Isaac Trout goes to Omaha. I would put and fake not to money. UNO. I would put fake money on the blue team. Yeah, but to the team, unfortunately, that um, just out in Carney. No. Yeah, <laughs> UNK, you're close to. So the the reason a lot of people think that Nebraska, I mean Nebraska, obviously will will probably reach out. They they'd they'll be, do their due diligence, right? And so Nebraska will reach out, and, and I'm sure they'll be a player. Like they'll they'll come to the table and they'll they'll give their pitch and things like that. But ultimately, as sad as it is to say, they can't compete right now with a, with an elite eight appearance and mm-hmm. and two straight deep runs in the in the NCAA tournament, um, especially when you look at maybe how Baylor Shireman and and how that kind of benefited Creighton, how that may have benefited Baylor Shireman's really weird now because he's going to go to the NBA draft and I don't know like he left South Dakota State to get a to get a higher spot in the draft. I don't know if he did that this year. More people might know his name, but he there was so much hype around his transfer yeah. that he came and and he had a good year, but I'm not sure if it was good enough to where it warrants played, a first round pick. He played his way into a higher draft position than he would have if he stayed at South Dakota State. But yes. I don't know if he played he definitely didn't play himself into the lottery. And I don't know if he played himself into the first round. He might he might sneak in there if he'll he'll get dra- he'll get invited to the NBA draft combine. I mm-hmm. don't know how much scouts took look into that in terms of where you get drafted. But if they look into it a decent amount, um, I think he'll he'll test well, and he could probably be a late first rounder. If not, he'll be a second round pick. I don't think he'll be on an. Uh, he won't be on a, an NBA roster for a while. He'll be in the G League more than likely this next season. Well, like here, here's this. Um, so I mean, Baylor Shireman and this Creighton team was extremely balanced. But I'm not trying to talk big about Creighton. Baylor Shireman averaged 12.8 points per game, averaged three and a half assists per game, um, played in in 33 minutes each game shot 42% from the field shot 36% from beyond the arc shot 84% from the free throw line averaged almost nine rebounds per game like had a good year should average more assists he's really good not at finding his not sure if it's as Rico said good enough to get him into the lottery now to answer why would he come go to Creighton in his post it says something about family is super important to me I want to be closer to my loved ones, which, yes, is Grand Island, and Lincoln is closer to Grand Island than Omaha is, but there is a significant other in this thing, and she attends Creighton. So are you ready for Creighton's roster and the grades that these guys are in? Because I didn't realize this. Uh, I'm just going to go with names of people. So Arthur Kaluma is only a sophomore. Trey Alexander is a sophomore. Uh, uh, Hold on. Ryan Kalkbrenner is a junior. Uh, Francisco Farabello is a senior, so he'll be gone. Um, Baylor Shireman's a senior, he'll be gone. Sharif Mitchell, junior. Ryan Nemhard, sophomore. Jason Green's only a freshman, and he'll probably get some more playing time next year. That The entire roster outside of two players, uh, uh, a sharpshooter and Farabello, and then uh, a pretty, I don't know, probably your your number two, number three guy in, mm-hmm. in uh, Shireman aren't coming back. Isaac Trout. As Nick, I think you called a couple of his games when he when yeah. he played in Lincoln. Yeah, score like no other. Yeah, I mean he he he's a really good shooter. Now this that's also at the high school level goes to Virginia where defense is is a lot of the the, the mantra, right? Mm-hmm. But um, 
I mean, obviously, now he ends up, like I'm not saying Nebraska has zero chance for Isaac Trout. I would say Nebraska. I mean, you saw John Tanji now leaves Colorado State. Nebraska reached out to him, a guy from Omaha Central, and he goes and joins Dennis Gates, Armand Gates' brother, at Missouri after they make it to the NCAA tournament. There is there's that part of this as well. Um, when you look at maybe what Creighton is losing and Baylor Shireman and and Farabello, where now. Uh, Isaac Trout, who's a six foot ten, two hundred and twenty pound guy, can kind of slide right in there. He's bigger than he's bigger he's, than he's, Shireman. He's bigger than Baylor Shireman. That's intriguing to Creighton. But now you look at Nebraska, much more valuable, valuable, probably much more needed at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a bigger need for Nebraska to have a guy like him at his size in the Big Ten than there might be at Creighton. But here we are. Um, unfortunately, I know I said that really weird, Creighton. Um, but unfortunately, here we are, and 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 the NCAA tournament speaks. It, it speaks volume, and that's why just postseason in general. Mm-hmm. And N- Nebraska is just kind of in a rut there, um, like they have been. So anyway, let's go ahead you and see Ryan Matt. Before we go to a break, Ryan yes, Mackey's. I know. I, I. That's a weird one. Is it Riola? I don't. So that's, Ryan Mackey says. I feel like what's it. more likely, Trout or Riola to Nebraska? I would say trout. Okay, I I don't I don't know, man. That's tough. In terms of playing time and necessity, like trout. here's the deal, my Isaac Trout just he redshirted in Virginia, but he's a top sixty guy. Like yeah. he was he was a a high four star recruit. Everybody got him. reached out to by Gonzaga, North Carolina, Kansas, Nebraska, Creighton, like all Michigan State. All these "quote unquote" blue bloods reached out to him, and he chose Virginia, who is also close to a blue blood, if not. They just won a national title a couple years ago. So, um, in, once again, in his little graphic that he said he was transferring, it says something about being closer to home and closer to loved ones, and that's Lincoln, or you know, that's either Lincoln or, or Creighton. So, um, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility in my eyes. It's just it's tough to compete with a team that's going off of a, of a of an elite eight run and the better basketball school as of right now in the state of nebraska let's go ahead and get to break i just got a text we were so funny enough we were supposed to have steve mark mm-hmm. of inside nebraska on the show to talk the big recruiting weekend and little husker football then something came up steve wasn't able to come on the show canceled on us now I just got a text about four minutes ago that Steve is able to come on the show. What do you want, so, Steve? So we are going to take a break. When we come back, we talk Husker football and uh, the big recruiting weekend with Steve Mark of Rivals coming up next. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.